guys. It's been a long time. I was waiting until the holidays were over. Oh my goodness, can we get this going here? Um, until I got back in here. But today, all I want to talk to you guys about is how your kids, and even yourself, can figure out how to handle any emotion, any emotion that you are facing, any emotion that your child is facing. This right here is how you can handle it. I wish I could share my screen with you, but I can't in here. So this is how we're gonna do this until I can figure out how to put Zoom in here and share your screen. So before we get started, I am a life coach for teens and tweens. I am also a life coach for parents of teens and tweens. And before we get started, what I want to say here is um, I work with a lot of teens and tweens. And as I work with them, they're totally getting it, right? We're working on things in our calls. We're figuring stuff out. We're helping them. And often when the situation is with a parent or with things inside of the home, what happens is that kids need to get coached on it a lot which is totally fine and totally normal. Um, but the biggest reason why is because they're changing their mindset. They're changing things for them and then they go back into the home that looks the same way as before they learned all of this stuff. And so it's a lot harder, especially for younger kids, even you know what, even for older kids to really maintain the things that they've learned when the parents are not changing as well and making um, emotional changes in the home. So this is why I say I always want to coach the parents before I was to coach a child. So if there was like ever a decision, should I put my kids in therapy or coaching versus myself, I would always choose the parent because in determining how the home feels and the vibe that I like to call it in the home um, is dependent on us because we are adults with fully functional, developed brains, right? And we are depending on our kids to change behavior, to see changes in the home when they don't even have a fully developed brain yet. Does that make sense? So that is why I would always 100% choose the parent. Inside of my program, there is coaching for kids and coaching for parents. And I'm gonna be changing things up this year. This year, things are gonna look a little bit different with what I'm offering as far as coaching. Um, because of this reason. So, um, for example, I have a friend who went to like a residential treatment facility for troubled girls when she was in high school and she went for nine months and she changed and she learned things. And then she wasn't living at home. She was living with her grandparents. What happened is she got thrown back into her normal, regular life with her parents and her siblings and everybody else who had remained exactly the same and so it was so much easier for her to just slip back into the old things that she, the way that she was living right with friends with family um so that is the biggest reason you guys why you're going to be seeing some changes around here in what i'm going to be offering this year as far as helping you and helping your teen and really helping your teen to feel less anxiety and there to be less anxiety in the home, less big emotions, and people, you'll be able to look around in your home and people are able to manage their emotions, all right? So that is the goal here. Um, I'm coming in and out of focus all the time. All right.
right, so today, let's get back on track with what I was gonna be teaching today, and that is how to handle, be able to handle any emotion that comes your way, right? So the first thing here is we want to, There's the first thing is we want to identify the emotion, all right? We have to, have to, have to identify it. And here's why. Because when we're feeling yucky, right? We're not feeling good. Oftentimes we don't know what we're dealing with, right? Like for me, anxiety and um, being nervous, they feel very similar. But when I can identify which emotion I'm dealing with, which emotion is visiting me that day, then I know how to handle it, right? Imagine if you're feeling anxiety versus you're thinking you're feeling frustrated, okay? And the difference in how you're going to handle feeling frustrated versus anxious, okay? Maybe maybe we're like, I'm frustrated that the kids have made the house a huge mess, but really when I think about it and when I notice what's happening inside my body, I'm actually anxious about what's going to be happening tomorrow, right, with work. Okay, so can you see the mindset that might be different there? So the first thing is we're going to identify what the feeling is. Might be anxious. Um, I just got off a call with um, one of my kids and the feeling that he was feeling was embarrassed. He's like, how can I handle embarrassment more easily, right? So that's what we're going to be talking about today. We'll just use embarrassment, being embarrassed as the feeling. So for him, he's like, I know that I feel embarrassed at times, and I know that that's something that I want to get better at. So the first thing we did was we noticed, okay, when you feel embarrassed, how does it feel inside of your body? Because for me, being embarrassed feels differently than for him. So I wanted to notice for you, when you feel embarrassed, can you recognize how it feels inside of your body? And what he said was, it feels like I'm going to throw up in my stomach. So he identified what body part, like where, it could be like your chest, it could be like your your chin, your jaw, right? It could be anywhere in your head. For him, it was in his stomach and his stomach felt nauseous, right? It felt like he was going to throw up. And that's so important. And here's why. Whenever he feels that way, he's like, oh, I just don't feel good. He gets to be like, let's tune into my body for a second here's what it is. I'm feeling like I'm going to throw up in my stomach. And he's like, ding, 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 ding. I'm feeling embarrassed. Okay. That's embarrassed. And so like, just a side note, um, I'm realizing (laughs) I'm looking back on my life. This is such a side note. Side note from the side note is I'm looking back on my life and, um, things that have happened for me and I'm realizing Maybe I have a little bit of ADD in me. Maybe I have a little bit of ADHD. I have a daughter who has ADHD, and I totally thought that it came from, like, my husband's side of the family. But when I'm just self-reflecting on who I am now and how I operate and who I've been in the past, there's signs of it. So I'm going to actually, like, take the little test and see if that's actually something for me. But you might notice things like that in these videos where I, like, get a little sidetracked, and that's just how we're going to be operating. So... And then now I can remember the side note. The side note was like in the beginning when I said, um, for me, it's so important for me to notice the difference between nervous and anxious. So when I'm feeling nervous, I get like a pit in my stomach, right? Kind of like, kind of like his embarrassment. Like I feel like I'm going to throw up. 
But when I'm feeling anxious, I also notice that my heart is like racing. It's like beating out of my chest. I'm just, I get both of those feelings when I'm anxious. So that's been super important for me to notice because I'm like, I'm not nervous right now. I think I'm nervous about tomorrow, but what I'm actually feeling is anxious. And so that's what, that's so important for you, for your kids to recognize. And here's why. Because when this boy who I was coaching, when he was feeling sick in his stomach, like he was going to throw up, guess what happened? It's not just that, right? That's not the only thing that's happened. His brain, I always use my hand as a brain, the brain talking. His brain gets busy. His brain wants to make sense of why he's feeling so yucky inside of his stomach, right? It's, he's not, his brain's not going to just like be like, oh, cool, you're feeling yucky. No, his brain's like, okay, well, those guys think you're stupid and this guy's a jerk and you like, I, people probably think that I'm, um, dumb and people probably think the example was people probably think that I peed my pants, but really somebody just threw water on me to, to make me feel embarrassed. And so his brain's going off and making his sickness inside of his stomach mean so much our brain's like a detective it wants to figure it out it's like why why are you feeling this way so i can fix it and really when our brain does that what happens is it just makes it so much worse it like continues to escalate it have you ever noticed that right whenever you start thinking even more trying to like delve in deeper into why you're embarrassed or what happened in the moment that you were embarrassed it like just makes it so much worse so we're trying to not make it worse we're trying to keep it right here at the level of just feeling sick to your stomach okay and if we can keep it at just feeling sick to their stomach then we can handle it because then it doesn't mean that everybody hates you and everybody thinks you're weird and you look stupid and you're not smart enough and Teachers at school don't like you, right? It doesn't mean anything. It only means I'm feeling an emotion right now and this is exactly how it feels. And actually nothing's gone wrong here. It's just I'm feeling uncomfortable and this is a human emotion that everybody feels from time to time. Nothing's wrong with me. My brain's working exactly the way that it should because being embarrassed is part of being a human, right? We can all say that everybody gets embarrassed right whether we own up to it or not at certain times in our life we are going to feel embarrassed and so this boy who i'm coaching he knows that he's going to feel embarrassed from time to time right he knows like this year he's probably going to feel embarrassed next year maybe when he's an adult right being embarrassed is probably going to be part a part of his life every once in a while and he's like i just i just want it to not be so bad which was such great awareness for him to know that like it's gonna happen how do I handle it right um and so the next part of this is I want you to imagine for you what the embarrassed emoji looks like on your phone okay so think about which one would be the embarrassed emoji for me it's like the one that's like right with your eyebrows raised and this is where I wish I could show you a picture So for this boy, this is how we taught him. When you're feeling embarrassed, when you're feeling like you're going to throw up in your stomach, what's happening is that emoji is hanging out with you. 
he like barged in your room, barged in your door, wasn't invited, and he just decided to join you today, okay? And I always imagine like a sticker sticking to my shirt. And what happens when we try to like get rid of it, right? When we're like, oh, I don't want to be embarrassed. It just gets worse, right? It's not like the sticker's going anywhere. It just stays there. He's like, nope, now I'm going to get bigger. Now I'm going to take up your whole entire shirt, right? I also like to liken it to like a, a little brother or sister who comes in your room and you're like, get out, get out. And the more you tell them to get out, they like want to stick around. But as soon as you stop telling, telling them to get out, then they just leave on their own, okay? It's just like that, okay? So that emoji comes in, it wasn't invited, and it's just going to stay for as long as it wants to stay. Embarrassment is going to be there for as long as it wants to be there. And the more I try to get embarrassment to leave, the more it wants to stay, the more it's going to be a bigger problem for me and the longer it's going to hang out. All right, so for this little boy, what we taught him was, this is like it, you guys. This is it right here. So this lesson is worth a lot. If you guys can listen to this over and over again, if you can show your kids this, this is what's going to make the difference. And if you want help with this with your kids specifically, then please, please reach out to me. I can walk them through this whole process. I have a really good way of helping kids understand this. And once they understand it, they can implement it and they can figure it out. And then whatever emotion they're feeling, whether it's anxiety, embarrassed, being angry, disappointment, from their parents or from school, right? Then they can handle that emotion. So that emoji is sticking around, it's staying. And for this boy, what we taught him was, okay, we're gonna recognize that embarrassment is there. We're like, oh, hey, embarrassment. It's you again, I guess you're here to stay. I'm not gonna try to make you leave. You're not very fun, but okay, you get to hang out. And with the idea of knowing that embarrassed is not gonna be here forever my camera. Embarrassed, I think it's focusing on my mic. Embarrassed is not going to be here forever, right? It's going to leave, okay? This too shall pass, right? This feeling shall pass. And in the meantime, what we're not going to do is we're not going to make it mean anything other than we're having a human emotion, a normal human emotion. And how we're feeling that is for him inside of his stomach, feeling like he's going to throw up. And that is it, okay? So the practice here is when the brain likes to go off and make your stomach, your embarrassment mean all sorts of things, bad things about you, bad things about them, bad things about the whole entire situation, you get to come in, this is part of the process we do as well, is we separate your brain from you, your kid's brain from who they are. This little boy knows this and he's like, okay, I'm gonna come in my brain's going to be telling me stuff and I'm going to tell my brain to be quiet, <laughs> okay? I'm going to not believe what my brain is telling me. And what I am going to decide and to believe instead is that I'm having a human emotion, I'm feeling embarrassed right now, and that is okay. And nothing is wrong with that except that ugh, I have this yucky feeling of almost throwing up, Right? Okay, this is such a, I just barely thought of this. This is such a good example for us who are parents, especially moms who have been pregnant, okay? I want you to think about when you have had morning sickness, I'm just thinking back to when I was over the toilet a lot of the time, right? When you're over the toilet and you're throwing up because you're 
having morning sickness, do you make that mean anything about you? Right? Do you make that mean that like you're a terrible mom or you just embarrassed yourself or or anything? No, we just make it mean, oh, this is part of being pregnant. This is part of the process, right? This is it for me for the next 20 weeks or whatever, right? We don't like, our brain doesn't go crazy making it mean anything. And that's what I want for this little boy is for it to not mean anything. It's like, oh, great. I'm going to throw up this morning like, like we would when we're pregnant. And then I'm going to go about my day, living the rest of my day instead of like ruminating on that one time that I threw up that morning in the toilet and like trying to make it mean all sorts of things. Okay, so that is exactly, you guys, how you can handle any emotion that comes your way. Any emotion, all right? I'm not turning it into rainbows and butterflies. I'm not turning it into sunshine, right? It's not like, instead of feeling embarrassed, you get to feel amazing and awesome and wonderful about yourself. That's part of the process. But where we first need to start is where something, like, where we can be, oh my gosh, in a place that's believable, which is making that emotion not mean anything. It's so much harder for your kids to be, be, be like, oh, that's not embarrassing. That was fun. I liked when that kid threw water on me and everyone laughed and they all thought it was funny, right? He couldn't quite get there. But what he could do is decide that doesn't mean anything. It means this and that's it. All right. All right, you guys, I'm going to go enjoy the rest of the night with my family, and I have so much more coming this year. I'm so excited. I'm going to be in here. It's a Thursday. I'm going to be in here when I'm in here. So if you want to join me live, join me live. I will try. I am going to get, like, more on a schedule. My kids all get back when my little kids get into preschool. Um, we'll, have, we'll have those Tuesdays at 11 right? Yeah, Tuesdays at 11, where you can join me live in here. The best part about being live in here, you guys, on a Tuesday at 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, is that you get your questions answered. So like, if you're thinking, well, this is what's happening for my kid, as you're watching this video, you can still leave it in the comments. But the best part is, when you're live, you get to comment, and then I can address that as I'm still in the video and still live, okay? So those will go um, anywhere from like 15 to 20 minutes, um, every Tuesday. And, um, I will also be letting you know what's happening inside of my coaching just to keep you updated on any of the programs or master classes or free classes that are coming up where I'm just giving away so much good stuff for you, for your team. Here's what I want to say. If you are ready to make a change in your life, if you're ready to stop letting your kids' emotions determine how you get to feel this year, then please reach out to me. This is probably the best thing that you can invest in for yourself rather than enduring the next however many years until your teen leaves your home, okay? If you want to feel better, that is absolutely available to you. Even if your teen is not willing to do any sort of therapy or coaching, even if your teen is going to continue to do the behaviors that they're doing right now, you don't have to let it 
be so overwhelming and so much taking a toll on you right now and for the rest of the year, the rest of forever. It can absolutely look different for you where you get to feel more in control, you get to feel less overwhelmed, you get to feel less anxiety, less like you're a crap mom, right? We all want to feel like we're a better mom and have the tools to actually be that person for your kids. Um, what I love about coaching parents is that the ripple effect of the things that you are learning as we're coaching together, the ripple effect on your kids and how they get to see you when you're making changes in your life, when you're making changes for yourself, that allows your kids to also make changes for themselves and to start thinking in the same way. So that is available to you. I have very limited one-on-one spots. So if you want a one-on-one spot, please reach out to me, grab it. We are going to get started as soon as possible. Um, just so you know, the one-on-one spots, it is a three-month one-on-one spot. So once you join, you are with me. We get to work together for three months. We meet once a week for an hour, either like on a phone call. I have just phone calls for some of my clients or we meet on a Zoom where we get to see each other face-to-face and get to work on helping you get out of that overwhelm, get in a better emotional, mental spot while you're dealing with teenagers in your home. Also, if you are looking for um, help for your preteens and you're like, oh, I really hope that my preteens are not like my teens. <laughs> if you're looking for that, I coach kids as young as 10 years old. So that is, I think, right now it's $70 a month to get coached, to get your kids in my coaching program. You'll have to reach out if that's something you're interested in. Otherwise, you guys, my one-on-one coaching for parents is amazing, top-notch, okay? We can get started working the next three months together. Um. Watch this video as many times as you need to, you guys, on any emotion. You could go through it for embarrassment, for anger, for anxiety, um, as many times as you need to. Leave your comments below on what you guys are thinking about. And I'm excited to start this year. I'm so excited to start working with you guys. I'm so excited to start seeing changes in your lives, seeing changes in your teens' lives. It is absolutely possible. I'm gonna just say one thing real quick. So. Um, I had a teen who was really disruptive. It was a preteen, actually. Really disruptive in their home, yelling a lot at the family, causing all sorts of problems with their anxiety. And the mom decided, okay, I'm just going to try this out and see how this works. And they started last January, and the mom has continued to have her daughter in my program just because of the changes that she is seeing. She's like, I can't believe what this has done for her. I am seeing a totally different child, Like, and every week we're working together with this preteen. So it can work for you. It can work for your teen. Um, reach out if you're interested in one of the one-on-one coaching or in um, coaching for your preteen or teen, okay? Um, guys, have a great night and I'll see you next Tuesday, 11 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Bye.